The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Hey everybody! Hello, hello! Hello, let's, hit it, Emma. let's go! I just realized like yeah. the volume was on like full blown and I was like shit. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Wake up like a better than a coffee. So good morning. Waking up to everyone wherever they are. Well, good morning, my end. Mm. Good afternoon, good your end, Emma. Not good evening. evening. Now. We're literally six o'clock. Now, how are you doing? Really good. You know what? You know what the themes have been coming through for this week? It's like Going back to parts of myself that I unlocked before and unlocking them at a completely deeper, unreal level and Mm. seeing parts of my healing that I think, you know, when you start this journey and you go through things and you heal them, you're like, oh, I'm healed, right? I'm done done with that. So I don't need to go back there ever again. Mm. And, you know, my perception was, you know, I've moved through this and moved through that. And I think... The further in this journey you get and the more expanded you become, you realize how much deeper these things are and how much you get to my incense is really going today. (laughs) Um, How much deeper you get to go like in these things and how much they unlock even more than you could have at the time, because as you kind of expand, you are allowed yourself to receive even more and Mm. receive things that maybe you weren't ready to at the time and I'm seeing just this depth and how that's translating across into my life is just pretty insane to be honest pretty Mm. insane how about yourself how you doing well I'm doing freaking awesome as we started our conversation like Mm. I think you and I are on the same sort of uh path right now energetically and it's just like everything one of the things that I've actually been feeling is like everything and this is what i say too right but everything is perfectly in place Mm -hmm. and it's it's great when everything's running smoothly to feel that and everything's going really really good but you realize all the things like all the lows all the all the challenges that you had over the last six to 12 months they were perfectly placed to bring your energy to where it is now and I was like thinking about, I talk about this a bit, but it's like mm-hmm. one of the things I want to talk about is like when you set an intention six months ago, you set the intention to get to where you are now and you had to go through a huge process of transformation. Mm-hmm. And I think about all like the voids that I went through over the last six to 12 months, mm-hmm. like my mm-hmm. own I mean, challenges. we shared we shared some together and they were quite deep, mm-hmm. you know. There were at points maybe thinking that, we couldn't see a way out of them when you're in them, right? Yeah. Yeah, you think like, oh, i got to give up. I'm about to give up. I can't do it. Like give up is like your path, not not life. Mm-hmm. But like I'm just like I'm done with this. This is too challenging, especially from like being mentors, right? It's And coaches, it's very, very um, challenging to lead by example when you're in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. It's okay when you just when you when you're just going through your healing process and that's not your full time job. But when you've got to lead by example, you've got to like show up in a high energy. And so when you're in the dark parts, you're like, I can't keep doing this and holding space for people because I'm always like going down in the darkness. And mm-hmm. now Do you think I'm the realizing... darkness? Sorry, go go. Thank you, God. No, no, because you'll probably about? answer my question before I say it. So let's go. Um, but now I'm realizing like where I'm at right now is because of the darkness mm. it's because of where i was in the, those moments and you've just got to push through you got to be brave enough and courageous enough just to get to the other side and i'm i'm like waking up so early like 5 a.m i'm up mm. um normally used to sleep in at sunday 9 9 a.m and this is a really cool story about alignment here which i'll get to I used to sleep in to like on Sundays or like Sundays we don't do any work, right? We just work on ourselves. And um, I'd sleep in to about nine o'clock for a long time. And I was just love, I would just like love that. Now I'm setting my alarm for Sundays like 6 a.m. and I'm getting up and I'm like getting at it because I can't not. It's not like I'm forcing myself to get up and it's this crazy new energy that's running through me because of um, 
I'm in because I'm actually more in uh, in alignment with my spirit. Now, this is a good conversation about motivation and inspiration. When we are in alignment with our soul, when our with our spirit, when our our purpose, our destiny, our calling, when we're in alignment with who we are authentically, and we start expressing that, and we're like, "Yeah, this is what I want to do." You feel it in the body. You're like, "Yes, this feels good. This feels right. I'm on the right path." I've hit that. I've hit that and I've made over the last six to 12 months, it brought me here and I've hit that. And it's so inspiring. Like I just want to go. I just want to get at it. I just want to keep going. And there's a few things that have like created this energy that I'm at now. But when you're in alignment, you're in spirit. And when you're in spirit, you're inspired. You're inspired, inspiration in spirit. And you don't need motivation. You don't need to like, you don't snooze the alarm unless you like had a late night, whatever. But like, you don't need to really snooze the alarm. You like get up and you go and you're in, you're on your, you're in vision. You're, you've got a plan, you've got action. And like the energetics, I think we're all stepping into this now in this like new age, Emma, is we are now realizing the importance of the energetics of our reality and how that plays. It's not just like pushing through our energy, pushing through our feelings. Like the energetics mean everything and the healing, the darkness, the void, the challenges, they need to be released. So your frequency comes up. So your energy comes up to where we are now because we're, we're looking at the we're our other side of that, right? Mm-hmm. I think like as well with that, the darkness is where all the blessings are. You know, mm. if we don't go there, if we don't feel that, if we don't mm. experience what it's like to be there, then how are we meant to take what is in that, right? And I think when we really get comfortable with that, we get comfortable with chaos, we get comfortable with these void ear parts of our lives, it's incredible how then when you're in flow, when you're in alignment with yourself, how naturally everything comes through with you. Mm. You almost have this contrast, don't you? You have this mm-hmm. contrast of like what it's like to be the complete opposite of that, what it's like to mm. be completely stuck, completely frozen in, in your grief, in your anger, in your agony, right? Mm. And then when you felt it and you've experienced it and you're like, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> It's yeah. one of my biggest realizations. That was not as bad as what I thought it was going to be, right? Our mind convinces us that this is it. This is the end, right? I'm done. Yeah. yeah. And then we go through it and we feel through it and we're like, that wasn't actually as bad as my mind told me it was going to be. Yeah. So then every time you experience new expansions of yourself and new things showing up in your reality, right? and you experience them, you have more trust within yourself because you've brought yourself through those times where you thought you weren't going to make it. Uh And if you're listening to this right now, you're going through something and you're thinking, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. All you need to know is that there is so many people have gone through exactly the same thing that you're going through right now, and they've made it through to the other side. They've made it through to the other side. So you can trust yourself, like you can trust the resources that you have within you to make it through to the other side, right? Mm. But you have to feel it. You have to experience it. What's it like for you when you look back at those moments of your darkness and you look back at those moments where you thought you weren't going to make it? Like what does it Mm. feel like to you to have not only been there and experienced it but made it through? Mm. I saw this really cool, uh, you know, there's so many synchronicities in my life and there's such a beautiful, <laughs> it's just a beautiful, it's just like you just realize you're not alone, right? And I get so many synchronicities in my life every day. One I got the other day was like I don't really scroll Instagram. I just sort of um, maybe this one, I, like I've gone through a huge cull on Instagram actually, even like people that are doing what I'm doing or, or, or something similar, I've just like got rid of them. I'm only following like people that inspire me at some level, like they give me some sort of charge. And if they don't, I'm they're like I'm unfollowing. So I've just gone through a huge cull. And so I might scroll a little bit just to do a cull. And then I, the, the other day, 
I found uh, the first post that popped up as I was posting a story. The first post that popped up was from DJ Khaled and mm. and it was a photo of him when he was first starting to DJ and the, all he said in the caption was keep going. <laughs> and I'm like, Roger that. I love that. Roger it reminds that. me of that one that Drake posted with his uh... – he was saying how he um, with his Rolls Royce. Yeah, kept buying yeah. a Rolls Royce, like hiring a Rolls Royce before he could even afford one, and like yeah. just driving around in it to like. It was up in his energy, and he just he literally said in the caption, like at, he didn't realize it at the time, but this was his way of manifesting. This was yeah. his way of being in that energy, and I think when you look back at, at where you were, even two months ago, right? Yeah. Even two months ago, I'm like. I don't even know, knew I would be experiencing what I'm experiencing now two months ago. Yeah, 100%. And allowing yourself to experience these shifts and see them and document them and keep going through them it is fucking awesome mm-hmm. when you realize, like you said there, you're always supported. You're mm. always guided, right? But we have to open our eyes to see them, things come yeah. through to us in our reality, right? You can't yeah. see the synchronicities if you're walking around like this. Yeah, every exactly. Time. You can't see them. You can't experience them. And to if you're listening to this now and you're thinking, I don't see anything like this, or I don't believe mm-hmm. in synchronicities, if you really just sit back and observe your reality from this kind of neutral perspective, go on a walk, right? Go on a walk without mm. your phone, Without distractions, okay, your mind might be wandering a little bit. That's okay. But just go on a walk, leave your phone at home, and just ask to see some signs. And trust Mm. me, you will see them in the strangest of places. You will see Mm -hmm. them on people's T-shirts. You will see them on a billboard. You will Mm -hmm. see them on the street, You'll hear a song. You'll hear a song. you hear someone, a stranger walk past and say something. Totally. And they're always there, right? They're always talking to you. And It's It's just a lucid dream. Mm. It's just a freaking lucid dream, guys. Wake up. Wake mm. up. And that was like, that's the big thing is like you realize, and Joe Dispenza talks about this. So, like, Alan Watts talks about this. Like, it's all a, it's all an illusion. Mm. And I, I want people in- to hear that and not be scared by it. Okay. Cause I understand yeah, yeah. people listening to that and they think, it's all an illusion. What it's not real. Like, I, I can get that. Cause I used to I've shit myself with that. I used I've to shit there. myself. Same, same, same. Like I used to be like in meditation and realized like, you know, I was going really deep and I was <clears> fucking <throat> scared. Like I would yeah. be like, Oh no, come out now. I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah. still, there's still moments that I'm experiencing this. Like when I experience more depths of myself, I'm like, still like, Whoa, like, is, is this real? And that's when you just have to come back to your center, come back to your truth. Right. So when people, when you're hearing this and you're hearing, you know, your reality is an illusion, all of this stuff like don't be scared by it <laughs> luke is laughing he's not being very helpful <laughs> don't be, don't be i laugh because where i'm at yeah. i laugh because where i'm at because and you and i have gotten strong at this yeah and definitely. i i literally was just about to mention this before you started talking about it, mm. so it's perfect segue mm. is mindset i used to be yeah. scared of going batshit crazy because the experiences I was doing shamanic journeying, I was going doing plant medicines and, um, and you know, it just puts you to your mind, your mind is our mind in the, in, in this world is so timid and we need to strengthen it. We need to strengthen it so strong. I can sit there and say the things I am now with no charge of Mm. feeling insane, no charge of feeling crazy because my identity is now warped out of the old and into this new person that you're seeing today. And the old was just scared of change. The old was scared Mm -hmm. of something different. It's not Mm -hmm. me. My spirit knows this. There's no disconnection. So like when I used to start having really crazy shifts happen in meditation and I'd start and I'd get really panicky. And now I'm just, I've cultivated a trust and I'm like, let go. Let go. I can feel myself going like, oh, I'm going somewhere. I'm going. Am I going out of body? Am I going out of body? And I'm like, oh, 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 I'm a bit surrender. Let go, mm. surrender. And it's just like, okay, cool. Trust, trust that like this is just a temporary hold. We've got a hundred years on Earth. We've got a hundred years to experience life, to go through, move, move through life experiences, to learn things, to grow, to love, to live. And we worry 
about so many things that are not going to happen because this guy is in charge. It's mm. running your body and fear is pulsating through every cell of your body. You've got to realize that you are the observer. You do not, you are not the mind. You're the observer of what comes in the mind. You're a spirit in a body. Mm. The spirit doesn't, doesn't like it's, it's outside of time and space. The spirit is eternal. This is temporary. This body, this identity, Luca, he's just having a freaking amazing time as an avatar in this life. And I don't care what people think if that seems so weird to them. This makes, mm-hmm. this lights me up. I've got more inspiration than a lot of people out there who don't believe what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I've got more vigor and more, um, more passion in my life than a lot of people who don't believe what I'm doing. So it doesn't matter what people think if this is right or wrong. It doesn't matter if it is right or wrong. It doesn't matter if it is crazy or not crazy. What are you getting out of it as you, through your feelings? What are you getting out of it in life? I have more love, more joy, more peace, more passion, more inspiration, more vision. What's the worst thing? Is that, is that bad? Is that bad? I'm grounded, man. I, I want things. I want to have a good life. So the best thing that I can give for people right now from where I am and where Emma is, the best advice I could give you for those people who look at that and go, oh, that's a bit much, curiosity, man, Mm. curiosity. That was the word that was just coming to my head massively. Curiosity has been the thing that has always served me throughout my entire life, before this path, during this path, deeper into this path, because we're always a student of life, right? We're always a student of life and curiosity is going to be the thing that opens doors for you. So if to to experience this in a grounded way, because I like to relate back as I relate back to my old version of myself, I also like to relate back (laughs) to people that are listening in and, and to think about this in a grounded way, like it's a process, right? It's a process. So start practicing these things in your life start observing your mind, start believing that all of the possibilities are possible. And over time, through consistency in this repetition, right, it will just become your norm. It will just become mm. your new normal. It will just become yeah. your new truth, right? And that yeah. then evolves and expands as well. Like I'm sure there's <laughs> deeper layers that we're going to be going. Like, I think oh, at the time hells I'm, like, yeah. me. I'm 25 years old now, like, where the fuck am I going to be in 10 years? Like I, there's going to be so much deeper than this because I'm yeah. curious because I'm a student of life. And Amen. just to hold that mindset, as Luca was saying, then like that strong mindset of being able to get curious about these things without the fear kind of taking over you or the mm. fear of madness. Cause that's what it is. A fear of madness. But <laughs> what even is that? Like, what even is crazy? Like, is that crazy? Or is the way you've been living your life tied to oh. your stories your identities, your traumas, is that crazy? Yeah. You know, there's a crazy story. Mm. This is a good story. Galileo, I was talking about this last night, Galileo Mm. and Giordano Bruno, Mm -hmm. whatever century that was, 13th, 14th, 15th century, were burned by the Catholic Church, were killed because they said the earth revolved around the sun, not the sun revolves around the earth. They said you're nuts that's ludicrous that's crazy they killed both of them this has happened to every single genius though who's gone against the status quo einstein was like all of his books were completely burned by the nazi party and he was deemed as crazy and then you've got all of these different people throughout history that have brought in these concepts that end up being seen as just another truth in the future gravity just another truth right when martin luther king was doing his thing and talking about that thing he was seen as crazy like this is never going to happen you know and all of these things they end up happening they end up coming reality because people who were standing in their truth and courageous in their truth were able to show people that there's another reality beyond what their perceptions and their stories show right yeah because you are living in a perception right the way you view the world the way someone else view the world is not the same it's subjective it's completely subjective because of our own perceptions that come in and then completely fog what the truth is right i was reading something the other day about how 
you know, there's, there's fucking DMT like floating around in our body, in our brain. Right. <laughs> and like, that's, you know, that's in, in what's in ayahuasca and all these different plant medicines and stuff. And if that's just floating around in your brain, like how do you think you're seeing reality and how is it interacting? Of course, there's not the science fully yet to, to mm. back this up and to support this, but there's been, you know, with Joan Spencer's work, Wim Hof work, DMT quest work, it's showing like how it's interacting with like the pineal gland and all these things, for example. <laughs> and the, the way we're seeing reality is not, <laughs> is not yeah, real. It's doorways right? it's not to dimensions, real. DMT. Exactly, exactly. The way we're seeing reality. Have you reality, done DMT? No, my path oh, right no. now, my path right now is, is just with my the own natural. mind. Yeah. 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 I like, I like, um, I like going beyond my own limitations Amen. without the support of something else there. I like, this Love is that. just me. This yeah. is all me. Like, and I have experienced things like I've done psilocybin. Obviously I've done magic mushrooms before. And I've Party wise or, or medicine wise? Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> um, yeah. And obviously, I've done other drugs and stuff in my life, but like those are, you know, just like cocaine yeah. and everything. But that's like nothing to do with this space unless it's kind of we've got MDMA, which is kind of floating around in in uh, this space a little bit as well, and ketamine. But I, yeah. I kind of don't don't talk about those as much because they're obviously a lot more in the mainstream. And I think if you're gonna seek out like plant medicines you do it in a way that is in a safe container right there's the mm. right shaman the right guide it's not just going and sitting in your room and just plucking out some random thing because sure. and i think there's a there's a foundation of inner work as well that that mm. kind of allows you to integrate after because that's a big part of it as well it's not just doing this it's integration after yep. this right Amen. so um but for me right now i'm like it's fucking cool that I'm going beyond my limitations. I'm experiencing things that you would see on magic mushrooms sober, mm. completely mm. on nothing from breath work, from deep trance oh, yeah. meditation, from hypnosis. Yeah, and baby. Even in just my own reality, right? <laughs> I've seen people's face changes. I'm not even getting like sometimes, and this no, is what we talked no, about earlier. You question your sanity a little bit when this starts happening. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm not on any drugs. Like, I'm fucking mm. sober. And I'm seeing someone's face turn into someone else's face. Like, what? Uh, but it's like coming back again. You're breaking so... down through the illusion, man. That's yeah. not crazy. It seems coming crazy to a lot again. of people. But, mm. you know, this will be talked about so much more in the future. Um, it'll be the norm it'll be the it'll be the norm, norm. yeah and 100%. it slowly gradually is becoming that and and i always come back to myself because i'm so grounded within myself because of the relationship that i've built first and foremost with myself so i know mm. that whatever's going on in my reality however chaotic something must feel and i know as i expand deeper into my truths and deeper into who i truly am there probably be moments again where the fear comes in and it's like, well, like, where am I going now? Where am I being taken to now? But I can mm -hmm. always come back to me, come back to my truth and not me as that's, in Emma. That's the real home. Like that deep part that, you know, and you have to build that. Like I, that's one of my first things I always think that I'd say to anyone is build a relationship with yourself before you start. <sighs> trying to Amen. before you start trying to do astral projecting before you start trying to yeah. do all this stuff for plant medicine yeah. and yeah go and build a relationship with yourself in a way that Amen. works for you whether that's meditation whether that's hypnosis explore your unconscious explore yourself with a sense of curiosity build that relationship with yourself and that is going to be the foundation that walks you through this journey with a sense of groundedness within yourself mm. so that whatever's going on whatever you're experiencing it doesn't overwhelm you it humbles you mm. right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i completely agree i love that and it's like get that relationship solid mm. so every other relationship is a bonus not a necessity totally every experience yeah. is that as well every experience becomes yeah 
just so many of us rely on an experience to change us and we do this too and i've done this too it's like Mm. i'm waiting on this course or because i'm always investing in myself like you look at my like in my business right (laughs) i look at my um my balance sheet and through my accounting stuff and i'm looking at that and i'm looking at all the professional development how much it's like now (laughs) oh like just in that my last year Mm -hmm. i think I think year to date, it's like I haven't checked. The last time I checked was probably like my balance. That that area was probably like two weeks ago. Mm. I think it was about ten grand so far for this year, and that's like that's. But if I look back, and I just bought another course the other day for five hundred US. So, like I'm just it's mm-hmm. it's like this first, this mm-hmm. first. Totally. And if I expect people to invest in me to change their life, I'm doing the same thing because I can only take people as far as I've gone. Mm-hmm. And I've grown so much to the point where like even my program has warped. My, my, my prices have increased because what I'm bringing forward in this transformation, like one of my mm-hmm. clients just recently quadrupled her income. She quadrupled her fucking income. Mm-hmm. so like after working with me because we changed her frequency but mm-hmm. i couldn't have done that for her six 12 months ago because i wasn't at a level that could meet her mm-hmm. you know and so i've got to constantly get to get build this relationship so everything i invest in is getting to know this but when we rely on a course to make this world better for us then that's where we lose our power Totally. We're doing it to get in touch with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it to bring something else in. So there's no like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll do this course and they'll have more money. Stop I'll do pedestal this course in it, exactly. You bring your frequency up because that's what mm-hmm. get that's what feels the best, not just a temporary course or a temporary uh, paycheck. You bring this frequency up so it's so magnetic that everything comes in is a bonus, not a necessity bonus not a necessity it's like i'm okay as i am it's like that whole quantum leap training that we were both on yesterday it's like that masterclass. it's now bring what you want in the future as you bring it in and you and you and you and you tap your awareness into it but bring it in is like my prayers have already been answered it's here now and who does that person, how does that person walk? How does that person behave with their partner? How does that person behave with that person, their clients? How does that person behave with the stranger down the street? Like I was walking, it was hilarious actually. There's this bike path just out the front of this road, right? They're just a, it's a new one. And like because it's in a car park that people walk in the bike path as well and there's no actual signs to say it's a full-time mm-hmm. bike path or if it's a if it's if it's for walking and everything pedestrians as well so there's no sign saying that <laughs> you should write anyway, it to the council about that one <laughs> i had a karen i had a karen coming up karen oh, okay. like, she's about she's about 30 meters in front of me and me and Danny are walking on the right. We, we're walking on the right. <laughs> and she's got the bell going. She's going ring, 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 like 30 metres. And I'm like, like, there's no one other than me and Danielle on this path. And we're on the right. She's on her right. So she's got three to go. And uh, she's going ding, 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 ding. I'm just like, I'm just I actually look back my mind, and I'm like, what's happening? And she goes, this is a bike path. This is a bike path. And I'm like, no worries. And I kept walking. And then you just, and then I said to Danielle, I looked at Danielle and I'm like, my old self would have kicked her off her bike. (laughs) And my current self, no, my old self wouldn't have kicked her off her bike. That was a bit traumatic. I would have wanted to. I would have wanted to (laughs) kick her off her bike. But I would have said, go and F yourself, Karen. (laughs) What's the big deal? But I said, no worries, and just kept walking. The, t- the context difference, the context difference. Mm. And what I did immediately after, and this is really cool because this comes back to radical responsibility, and this mm. is the first thing that anyone wants to transform their life completely. You have to mm. adopt this. Mm-hmm. And that is I looked at her and I said, where am I in her? 
and I kept walking and I, and this is what I do all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. because this is how, like, this is ultimate personal development. Every time I see someone that triggers me, I say, okay, where's that in me? And I looked Mm -hmm. and I looked and I looked, I'm like, where am I trying to control the rules or the regulations of how things are done? And I could see a multiple different things in my life. Mm -hmm. I could see it in my relationship with Danielle where I'm like, Mm -hmm. where I'm the Karen. (laughs) <laughs> and and I was like, Amen. So I sent her blessings and I said, Thank you for showing me me. Thank you for showing me me. Wow. I love that. I had that yeah. as well this week in my life as well. And it it was oh I just saw oh, yeah, Karen. Annabelle sent us a message. Oh hey Annabelle. Annabelle actually reached out to me because she said she really, really loved listening to us. So she's joining in. So it's nice to see you here. And thanks for reaching out and telling you loved us. <laughs> Oh, awesome. She said she really enjoyed our show and uh, she wanted to connect a little bit. So she's joining us again today. Awesome, That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, exactly. The dark and the hard times is where we learn the most and grow the most. Like I can say that's the biggest truth probably in my life as well. And, um, you know, and, and what you're saying there, like I had this happen to me last week where it was a, a really deep and dark thing in my life and it was an unlocking a new level of the experience that I had gone through. And I finally was able to see myself and the other person in the same light as again, Mm. what you were just saying, I saw myself in them and it was scary and difficult. I was under hypnosis as I was kind of going through this. Um, And if anyone, you know, is interested in hypnosis and stuff, it's not like, you know, what everyone thinks it is. It's, it is, it's just going into your unconscious and exploring, exploring things that your mind has kind of blocked out. And these, Mm -hmm. these past traumas, whether that be in this lifetime, past lifetime or ancestral. So it's a very kind of healing journey to be to be in hypnosis and and i i like mm. neurolinguistic programming specifically for myself and yeah. you know and i was in this memory and i was experiencing this memory again but like this whole other depth where the person who had done this done this thing to me i was able to see myself in them and it was the most powerful thing i've ever experienced in my life and i come out of that and the shift that i'd experienced after that was just incredible because it brought this whole other level of compassion whole Mm. other level of compassion not just for myself but for pretty much everyone in this world realizing that how many people are carrying dark things they're carrying the collective unconscious right they're carrying Mm. parts of ourselves that we can't see within ourselves because it was a past life or an ancestral thing that's that we've carried down right and when you do that when you shift that as hard as it may be to go through it you take your power back yeah. You take your power back. You come together as a whole rather than staying attached in anger. In And it's a process, right? I had to go through the process of being angry. I had to go through the process of feeling grief when I had experiences. Mm. And, and, I, and it, you know, it's a process. Don't kind of just jump straight in at the in the deep end, like, right, I've got to forgive and I've got to see myself in them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a process. You've got to feel those emotions first oh. if, you, if you're feeling anger and everything. But it was huge to watch that and then watch how things that I didn't even know were in my reality that were difficult for me were beginning to kind of just melt away, right? Mm-hmm. Just melt away. So, like, I know you're big with this, Luca. So what sort of what sort of tips could you give to someone who's maybe listening in when they're trying to actually see themselves in another, right, see themselves mm-hmm. in another and yeah, that's as difficult as it may be, what would what would you what would you give as an advice to for people to begin <laughs> to see that? Because it's it's yeah. a hard thing to do. It's a really hard. And I know both of us have been on this journey and experienced this. It's a hard thing to begin to see yourself in someone else. I mean, at first, mm-hmm. it's like I'm going to see myself in some people and not others. <laughs> yeah. So, how would sure. you say is like a good way to practice that? The first thing is like patience. That's mm. what I would say is like just have patience with this process. If you really want to change, then you've made the first step. Mm. Like you feel that and you're like, you've got a will to change. You're like, yeah, then you're on it. Now it's just patience because the time that you want to heal by and the time that is actually going to have the realistic time of it, well, not realistic, but the time that it's actually going to take is very different. It can be quicker or slower. 
So just have patience with the whole process, but compassion is seeing yourself in someone else. And that's, that's like, when we say, oh, have compassion, a lot of people have more have sympathy Yeah. for a lot of people, but they can't really find compassion because mm-hmm. compassion, sympathy is when someone else is having a hard time and they're down in the dumps but they're not triggering you when you have, when it's compassion, when you want to have compassion is when someone's triggering you or someone's upsetting you and mm-hmm. you can't find compassion because you're pissed off, you're triggered. Mm-hmm. So it's like what you, what you really want to think about in this essence is what I talk a lot about is the energetic loops that are keeping you stuck in your current reality. Now these energetic loops stop with our projections and our reactions if we bring them back and take responsibility for them, we stop this energy from going out into our field. This is just an energetic field around us. And our field hits another field is with the, with the unified field and it's just interacting a frequency on a frequency. And it's like magnet on magnet, like on like. And so whatever comes into our situation is hitting us at a frequency that's either in our is most likely in our unconscious and we're not conscious of it so but because we can't be conscious of it because we're not conscious of it we think that's not me five percent of your life you're only conscious of 95 percent you're unconscious that's where the hypnosis comes in right that's what i do with a lot of people as well you don't know that you're attracting them because you don't know that it's in you. It's unconscious. Mm, mm. So you're attracting someone that what you realize on this journey as you go further down is like you're actually being supported so deeply that your healing is favored by the universe that they send you someone to help you find you. And so now the, that's potent when you get that because that's radical. That comes back to radical responsibility. And it's like this person is helping me find me. I take ownership for my emotions. I want to yell and shout. Yeah. I want to project, judge, blame that person. Yeah, totally. But I'm not going to. Mm. All the time I did that. I do that all the time. And it's like I never used to. And sometimes it might. Actually, no, now it doesn't. But, you know, six months ago, I'd still project and react. But then I would take it back. And the time that it would get before you realize and you reclaim it is quicker and quicker and quicker because you eventually realize like all muscles when you, when you go into the gym, you're building a muscle. You realize that it's just all you. And this is a wonderful expression, this projection of just you. And there's one thing here that is really what we're going after, and that's your truth. Mm-hmm. And so healing is the emotional journey back to your truth. So take responsibility for you. That's the set. Patience, take responsibility is the second step. You know, you, you can spend a lifetime learning about all this stuff as well, by the way. Like mm-hmm. I go deep and I study deep and a lot on the energetic fields and stuff in the quantum field. So you don't need to know all of this, but just start to see everyone as just energy frequency it's like murphy's law everyone talks about it law of attraction everyone talks about it it's the exact same thing it's just Mm -hmm. energy attracting like energy right so when you talked when we think about our whole conversation it's like coming back to compassion we have to have that first awareness of like this is all helping me it's all rigged Mm -hmm. in my favor it's all helping me find me and now that person if we look deep enough and if you work you can work with someone i do this with all my clients where is that person in you? There's a there's a whole process of like learning mm. from this one trigger. And then what happens when you work through a trigger? It doesn't trigger you anymore. Mm. It's uncomfortable. You've got to take you've got to have humility. You've got to take responsibility. You've got to face some deep dark feelings. But when you've moved through that emotion and you've made the unconscious conscious, you move on. Next level. Next level. Next level. Next level. The people and People that I attract now in my life are very different to who I attracted five years ago. Mm -hmm. Because you've accessed those parts of you. You've accessed those parts of you. And I think as well, something to remember here, I loved when you said patience with this. Yeah. Patience with this is the absolute key because it's not just a shift that happens overnight. And it's Mm. not just something that you might go and explore once and not have, and you have to go back to it. Right. Mm -hmm. I've had to go back to so many different things in my life to go deeper within them, to see deeper truths that I can now receive. You can Mm -hmm. only receive where you're at. Right. Yeah. You can only receive where you are at energetically. 
You can't just receive all this information and not make sense of it when you're not ready to receive it yet. Yeah. That's why trying to force something, trying to force these things onto yourself rather than just remaining curious, right, about them, trying to see them within yourself, even if at first you can't, but that consistency is going to be what allows you then to unlock this part of yourself. And then before you know it, it will just be your way of living your life. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I spoke about this just the other day, so it's awesome mm. that you just sort of mentioned this about going backwards. Someone, uh, someone was it? Someone asked me, or someone mentioned it. I don't know, but I talked. To, this is the this is the thing about if someone if you're going through an old feeling that you thought you worked through, and you it's easy to think you're going backwards. It's easy to think you're going back to a past self and you're not making any progress. But what I say is you're not going backwards. You're going deeper. Mm-hmm. you're going deeper into that feeling because now you're ready to go deeper it's just layers for that thing and if like i had a really potent i have okay so i'll talk about a dream that i have now mm. i work with my mentor we love dreams <laughs> i work with my mentor who's been doing dream works for 50 years she's a dream analyst for 50 years and she um she was saying so we work together on my dreams but i've been talking with her on when i have my calls with her and we go through my dreams and I've had one consistent dream where I've got a dog and my it's my old dog and this has been happening for the last 6 to 12 months maybe maybe yeah maybe 12 months mm-hmm. where my dog in the I've I've it's malnourished I've forgotten to feed it I've forgotten to give it water I've forgotten to do all these things and I'm like so I feel so bad and I feel so guilty that I've abandoned the dog and I'm like trying to give it water, trying to feed it. And so there's this pattern in my dream where I'm like I rush back and the dogs are all like everywhere and I'm like I feel so sorry and I'm hugging them and I'm like making them this huge big feed and everything and I'm working through this with my mentor. And so when we break this down, we look at the archetype of what the dog is and the dog is just a reflection of me Mm. and and so I'm like, and for a long time, she was saying, it looks like you're going, you have to nurture yourself. You're having, you're forgetting about yourself. You have to nurture yourself. You have to come back in and start to feed yourself. And I was like, okay, I get that. But it didn't click. It didn't click. Not last night, the night before, I have the same dream, the dog dream again. Mm-hmm. And it was Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night I had it. Uh and I'm like, but this dream was different. It was my old dog. His name was Lecter. He was a rottweiler. He ended up dying uh, of cancer. And so I was, he was like my child. Anyway, he was in there and he had a really bad wound and it was really infected and he was about to die and he hadn't been looked after. And I just was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was really scared because he was actually about to die. And for the first time, that was when one of my dogs were about to die. Right, mm-hmm. and I've been going deep for the last for, for November, the twenty-two days. I've been doing like three to four hours plus every day on my energy, and like going deep. And um, that sort of this dream symbolized something for me, but I didn't get it at the first. And I woke up and I dream journal and I thought about it. And I was like, okay, what is that dog? Why am I dreaming this? And I went to the gym that morning and I sat there and I just asked. I said. I just said to myself, what does that dog represent? What is it trying to tell me? And then instantly it hit me. It was like you've been trying to keep an old self and your old self alive. It wasn't about me nurturing it. It was about me trying to revive it. And it was my old identity that kicks in and is like, you're, 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 it's dying, it's dying because of all the work you're doing. You're stepping into this new version of yourself. But you're going back to the old patterns and behaviors and trying to keep them alive. You're trying to feed them. You're trying to what nurture part them. What do you think wanted to keep them alive? I think if, if I'm honest, I think it's the part of me that is scared of my success. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm scared of what might come from that. And, and then I'm looking at all like the possible opinions and the criticism or like that path of like, but then I'm not relatable to my old friends. And then who do I have up here? not that I'm really connected to any of my old groups or that I've got all new sort of friend groups right now. And, you know, being in COVID, I'm just like mostly online and with Danielle because there's no communities here that we've been, uh, all our friends just left actually our community that we built here just left. And 
So I've I've been trying to keep those old parts of me because I'm scared of what this new version is going to step into. Mm. And I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, my God. It is so, it just was a full body yes. Mm. And that's when you know something. It's like a full body yes. That's when you're in alignment, you're in your inner guidance, you're listening. It's like, yep, that's right. And I, I messaged my mentor and she's like, yeah, that makes so much sense that we finally got to that. And she's like, perfect way of how you, undi- how you unpack it. And she basically mentored me through that mm-hmm. process of what I did. And she's like, I would, I would most likely 99.9% say that that dream won't come back again mm. because that's your unconscious speaking to you. And she's been doing this for 50 years. She's got like 100, nearly... I don't know how many journals, but she's got a whole shelf of journals for the last 50 years that she's been dream journaling. And she goes back and revisits it. She's like, it's a language. It really is. It's a language Mm -hmm. to decode this life and make sense of this life when you Mm -hmm. utilize it, right? The dreams, they want to be used, right? They're there for a reason. And the reason we shut them off so much and the reason that we've done is because we've been conditioned in society to that they don't matter, to believe that they don't Mm -hmm. matter to believe mm-hmm. they're just this secondary thing that has just happened because you watched a TV show and then elements of that have come in, you know, like we've we've conditioned ourselves to believe that they're not important, which is why mm. a lot of people don't even dream or they dream and just kind of forget about it and don't pay attention to it. But to mm-hmm. intentionally use your dreams by dream journaling and you know, mm. shamanic work as well is like sharing your dreams with others, right? Sharing your dreams with others, like, and allowing them to reflect mm. their insights back to you as well. And a lot of people will will dance and reenact them as well. Like, it's another way to kind of bring them into this waking reality, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, why do we not use these things that are accessible to us to make sense of this reality? Mm. When it's just there, it's all there. It's just changing your perception and then you can see it again. Yeah. You know, I have an interesting I have an interesting perspective on that. Go. Because like you know how we like I I was like when we say, Why don't we do these things? Mm. I'm like, because we don't do these things. Mm. It's like when we say why don't we as in society, the real question we want to be saying is why don't, why don't I, I do this? do these mm. things and it's like yeah, this little thing where we can tweak back and go take that i mm. when we say we he she they we really mean i mm. and it's reclaiming that's, that projection that is and then it's like huge if, practice yeah because you go now i do it now can i embody it deeper why don't i embody it deeper now when i embody it deeper everything else changes out there I think that just reflected back something to me because I was like, I do need to embody that deeper within myself massively. Okay. And then see how powerful this work is like Mm. one statement and then you shift one reflection back to yourself and then you shift. Like this is why we do this really, isn't it? Because we both expand each other through these conversations. And then for the people that are listening, get to expand from, what we what they hear here because this is just totally. an energetic exchange well, we're creating energetic. a potent energy in this so yeah, this is like exactly. this is an information bubble this is wanting to happen mm. we're all we're growing we're learning and we're expressing ourselves our energy is getting bigger and bigger and bigger the people around us are coming in the, you know annabelle's coming in all these people that are listening in not live and mm-hmm. thinking about all that the energy is just going out into them this is a transmission in many ways for all of us mm. so i love to watch Go. Keep going. I think we were both on that call last night, that quantum thing, how she said about it's a, a collaborative, is it, what did she say? Um, I've forgotten the word now. It's like a portal where people come in and they are into this space, into this potent mm. energy, and they get to take it out with them into their life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's sort of one of the things like that I've been, I think for, for this coming back a little bit to, to tie into this is like, it's really all you really got to worry about is yourself <laughs> and your energy, not what everyone else is doing. And that's one of the things that I've really, really focused on this month mm-hmm. was my intention for this month, month was effortless magnetism mm-hmm. and my energy being so potent that things find me effortlessly. The things How is that, that I unfolded seek. into your life? Oh my God. 
unbelievable. You know, you asked me when we first got on this call, you said, how you going? I said, fucking awesome. Mm. Not, a, not a lie, not, cha- not trying to alter my state or anything. I'm fucking awesome because of this work. Like I've had, mm. I've worked through, it's the quickest I've ever worked through triggers this month. When I get them, I'm like, it's done, processed in like 30 minutes. Sometimes I would drag on a day, three, four days a week or it'd bug me. Um, my, it's like, it's just elevating and it's taking full responsibility for your energy. But like, um, embodiment is the big thing that I want to talk about right now is like, we are trying to change everyone and we project onto everyone and we like, we want to, we want like the world to have a different perspective because we need the different perspective. Mm. When we have a different perspective, things around us match it. And that person comes in with a different perspective. That person comes in and says, Hey, what are you doing? I want to know what you're up to, but will you just fucking focus on your lane? You go deep in where you are. Like I remember seeing this one post that like sort of triggered what I'm doing right now is like, get rid of everything. And I didn't do it to this extent. Get rid of social media, get rid of like, um, get rid of all your social media, go offline, focus for a year, like go deep into yourself for a year, work hard at what you're going and then come back out and surprise everyone with where you get to. And what I'm, what I'm sort of doing is an aspect of that is like, and I, and I suggest this for everyone is like, go into yourself and focus on yourself and only go in and like, work on you and use all these things outside of you as a reflection of you to go deeper into yourself. (laughs) And the energy that I'm expressing in this month and this moment is just the beginning. Mm. Like next year, I feel how huge it's going to be. It's already here though, right? Isn't it? At the same time. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Now, and I'm feeling it now. Like Mm. I'm not desperate. The desperation is like when you're desperate, it's a uh, repellent. Mm-hmm. When you when you have hope, you have a lack of faith because you're at, you're hoping for something better, and you're not trusting that it's going to already it's already happened. Mm. Hope is just a lack of faith. When you have faith, you have it all. You're in abundance. You trust everything is perfect in order, mm. and like the future self for me next year is now and I feel it in my body viscerally. Mm, I can resonate with that. Yeah. It's it's a powerful thing when you realise that. It's a powerful thing when you realise watching that masterclass last night, I was like, whoa, this is being reflected yeah. back to me now. How how much I just believe in now. <laughs> yeah. Amen. And how simple this path is right? Yeah. How easy this path is. Okay. And we yeah. overcomplicated it like, Oh, so much on this journey. I can remember even six months ago, just overcomplicating these elements mm. when really it's so straightforward. It's you. Well, so what would you say overcomplicating is like, what are we overcomplicating the most? Like when you say these elements, I think for me, like in my journey, it was being attached to things. It was like, oh, you know, if this happens, then I can do this and then I can do this. You Similar to what you were speaking mm. about earlier, how you'd kind of like go for courses as a reason to be, okay, now I can step up. Now mm-hmm. I can be more. And it completely mm-hmm. shifted to me when I realized I don't need these things. Yeah. I don't need them. I yeah. use myself as my greatest tool and everything else I use as an option to help me expand more into myself because everything else is me. Mm. Everything else is just a Amen. <laughs> but yeah, it's a process. It's taken me a process what a queen. to get there. It's taken what me a, a while. Queen, eh? And yourself. You're a queen. On your well. throne. I'm a queen. <laughs> I'm such a queen. Like Danielle had this really cool quote that she, she, I don't know where she got it. Oh, it was on from her mm. Peloton class. Oh, if anyone's um, watching this one, you should definitely go back and watch our last one. Um, Cause yeah. Danielle was on that with us and that was such a potent conversation. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Eh? Mm. Um, and she, she was saying there was this quote that she really loved. The crown is heavy, but the queen is stronger. Fuck. Yeah. That's, That's so, so good, powerful. eh? So powerful. Yeah. 
And so yeah. true. So, so true. true. Like the strength that you cultivate on this journey, the strength that you cultivate within yourself is yeah. bar none. Yeah. Like, Mindset nothing. is everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Yeah. And even when you're even when you're feeling challenged, even when you're experiencing mm. chaos in your reality, when you have that strength in yourself, when like Luca said earlier on, when he has that mindset that's like that fucking strong mindset, right? Where you know yourself so well that no matter what comes into your field, mm. you know it's just an opportunity for you to go deeper within yourself. It's an opportunity. Yeah. It's not even a challenge. Like the word challenge, what does that even mean? It's an opportunity. Yeah. It's an opportunity yeah. to learn a lesson. <laughs> I'm fired um, up now. <laughs> this is the problem challenge. with these conversations. Challenge. What does that even mean? <laughs> It's an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> this is so what you good. get with our conversations. I get fired up. This is the problem Challenge. with me doing it at like fucking mean? 7 p.m. on my time because now I'm like this for like the next. You're buzzed. I'm buzzed. ready to go, sis. Damn me up. Yeah. And we've got um, Annabelle said every there, single. Yeah, yeah I know. Exactly. Annabelle said every single process is to help lead us back to love. Damn yes. Straight. And one question. I, I love this question. I heard it the other day. Do we trust yeah. love? Does do everyone we trust? trust love? Because mm, if we don't trust mm. love, then do we trust ourselves and do we trust God? Mm. This is the one biggest thing that I heard it the other day and I was like, it triggered me a little bit. And I was mm. like, whoa, I don't trust love. Therefore, I don't trust myself. Therefore, I don't mm. trust God. Right? Mm. You know, it's interesting. I ended up going deeper within myself and realizing where that was. And where was it? uh, In my rape before. So it was like a deeper element of that that I needed to unlock. And Mm. which makes sense. You know, this was a long Mm. journey for me to kind of come to terms with with this and really see the truth in it, like the truth in the reality of what I was experiencing. Mm. And, And I was like, so do we trust love? Do you trust love? You know? mm. And I love what you said there, Annabelle, like every single process to help us lead us back to love. But do we trust yeah. love? Do we trust the destination? Do we trust the end goal? Mm. Yeah, it reminds me of like this one dream I had, and I'll talk about this a little bit. It was about this mm. unconditional love where I felt this like, it was like one of my guides came to visit me in my dreams. Mm. And I've never felt this, this like, deep 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 maternal like love from Mm. this guide and she was standing there i'm just like she would like not let anything happen to me Mm. but yet everything has happened to me the way it has and it's Mm. like yeah but you're you're, that's not you that i'm letting it touch right and Mm. it was this moment that i when i think about this and i and i tap back into that feeling i do it a lot to just to remember what unconditional love is like mm-hmm. i just tap back into that feeling it's like no matter what you look like no matter how you dress no matter what you've done no matter what you're going to do mm-hmm. i love you mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and when we talk about trusting love a lot of people just don't trust things because mm-hmm. they've been hurt by them. But if you okay. can start to see as these things helping you find you and if you have mm-hmm. one process, take that responsibility and say one process to learn from it, just learn a lesson so your mm-hmm. soul can move past it so it never happens again, then you'll rebuild the trust because you will start to see evidence that everything mm-hmm. was supporting you because you got something from it, you got wisdom from it. Wisdom is just a collection of experiences so that you can mm-hmm. do better in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's right. powerful so powerful and i think yeah. and that's what allows us to trust love when yeah. we see that when we see that as truth that, evidence because love and god in my eyes are synonymous right they're the same thing mm-hmm. they're exactly the same thing so if you don't trust love if you don't trust your any expression of love that shows up in your reality right mm. through different relationships if you don't trust love then do you really trust god yeah do you really trust i would yourself? add another layer to that and be like no. trust existence 
trust existence because everything here is driving us somewhere. Like I've had a whole 180 turn on the whole COVID thing. I used to be mm-hmm. fired up, angry, pissed off. I'm like, these people are <laughs> controlling us, you know. <laughs> and yeah, we had discussions like that, I think. <laughs> and both of us like riled up, like, this is such a fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. And now Just I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot. Uh-huh. You know, I had that moment where I was like, oh, I forgot. forgot it's all myself. a part of you. It's all a part of you. And that's God. That's the mm-hmm. universe. It's like, oh, you forgot that this mm-hmm. is just a small little figment. It's a speckle of sand mm-hmm. at the beach of existence. Mm-hmm. This is just a speckle of sand. We're going to be gone in a couple of years. It doesn't matter what the next generation happens, the next generation happens, the next generation happens. It's going to be okay because where we go back to is fucking far removed from this place. Mm. We come here and just to come to experience how we can live more in our light. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean fighting back other people. It means accepting other people for where they're at and making the best decision you can in this moment to do the absolute mm. best to live in your highest state. And a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people on both sides of like getting the vax, unvax, they're fear, they're scared either way. There's a lot of fear. Mm. And so I've yeah. come to realize, well, where's the bridge with love? Yeah. And so I've come into the middle. I was like, I'm going to be the bridge with love. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to sit in the middle. I'm not, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm like, if, I, if I'm scared, then I have lacked trust. Uh-huh. I have no trust. If I'm scared of either the vax or getting COVID, then I lack trust. And my faith is deeply ingrained in God, mm. in the universe. And I had to cultivate that and I had to remember that and I had to come back to that because now I am walking not alone but with the greatest mm. divine intelligence at my side in me, all around me, in the people around me. And I have to carry that. It lifts my shoulders and it straightens my back. Mm. That's the amount of, that's like what we have to walk with. We have to walk with that faith, you know? Totally. As, as, as soldiers of the divine. And to remember as well, just to kind of wrap up as we come towards the end of this, to remember as well that we are all just different perceptions of that same thing. Yeah, amen. We are, like, God is not separate from us. We are just a diff- separate perception of him. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's this, there's this, I see God as like more of an energy than this physical mm-hmm. thing, right? It's this energy, this consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. we are just individual unique perceptions of that same energy. Mm. They all want different things. We all, why do you think people want different experiences? Because why would God want the same experience billions of times over? It's because we are experiencing things through our (laughs) own unique path, for our own unique calling, right? Because God wants to experience himself in billions Mm. of different unique ways. And Mm -hmm. that is is so powerful to know in yourself because it doesn't seem God as this separate thing on a pedestal. Yeah above you away from you you are that you're not separate from that you're not separate from and then thereby you're not separate from anybody in your reality yeah yeah and then that brings us back to the compassion and the love and practicing that practicing that not that separation yeah between these things but also knowing you're unique so you don't need to be like everybody else you don't need to live everybody's path right you can stay true to your one but knowing that you're still not separate from the people that is powerful yeah. yeah, I just remember this quote that I was talking a little mm. bit about with some friends the other week. Um, you're in the world, you're not of it, <laughs> right? We forget mm. that and we get so caught up in the world dynamics that we forget that we're just in it. This okay. is just a temporary foothold and that we can observe, not become. Mm. <laughs> right. That was such a powerful conversation today. Like I, yeah. I think we knew it was going to be because we started this. Like we have a little chat before we go live, and <laughs> we're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and it just is so funny to look. Know. Hindsight is just beautiful, and I know we both kind of are a fan of this. Like looking how far we've kind of come, and looking back oh, yeah. to like those old videos of us doing this, and old videos of how myself long have we been doing this for now? I mean, this is our eleventh episode. 
so but then we had like we had a lot <laughs> before we even started this you know we had a lot of like yeah. planning time and then it was those conversations and I think look at like the shifts in all the episodes right the tension I could see in myself like in mm, different months and how yeah. much I've learned from 100%. myself so like if you're if you're on the journey and you you want to do you know you want to live your dream but you're like oh I can't live my dream because I'm healing I, I can't live my dream because I've got tension in my body that's fucking bullshit just go for it like and whatever go that means it. to you like it doesn't mean you have to do the way that we're doing it could just be that you want to write some blog posts or whatever that is just just start it you can still do it alongside your journey because every aspect that you put into it of yourself right you're going to grow you're going to expand right and people get to meet you where you're at and that's in, that's amen beautiful Fucking amen. What a potent episode. What a potent episode. Thank you so much, Annabelle, for joining in with us on that one. Big love, Annabelle. Thank you for everyone who's tuned in. And I guess when we get live again, it'll be Monday, 9 a.m. PST every Monday. Mm. And then what is it, your time? 6 p.m. CET. CET. And so for those people listening to the replay on my podcast or mm-hmm. on Emma's podcast, yeah. come and join us live. You can interact like Annabelle has or not, but we'll be here every Monday, baby. Going deeper, yeah. deep into Christmas. the divan. <laughs> deep into the divan, baby, we except for Christmas. Be, that's actually a better uh, name for our, a name. our show, isn't it? Deep into the divan. <laughs> deep into the divan. You know, what you start with is not what you end up with. I mean, we started with some random name like behind the mask or something. Didn't we? <laughs> We're talking about faith. ourselves. Have faith with Emma and Luca. Oh Even God. conversation anyway. from the soul sounds old now. Yeah, we have to get up something like super, super gangster and elegant. Like, yeah, so gangster. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll come up. I like. Be. I like what you just said. That was quite a cool one. <laughs> anyway, oh, what did I say again? Diving, diving deep in the divine. Deep into the divine. Yeah, we'll remember that one. Anyway, congrats to anyone who's made it to this point and is listening to me and Luca ramble about that. Yeah, like, baby. <laughs> Big love to you all. Let us Sending know. Blessings. Let us Thanks, know. Annabelle. Yeah, You're thanks. a legend. Exactly, exactly. And don't forget to tune in next week. See you later. Bye. Big love. Bye, guys. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro.